Hello, my name is Maurice Harker. What you're about to listen to is a clip from a live training session with either an individual or a group who are anxiously engaged in recovering their marriages. Please listen to several of the recordings in this podcast, and then, when you are ready, seriously consider attending the live weekly trainings from your home via webinar. My ability to provide enough individual and marriage therapy sessions has become very limited, so I created the marriage repair workshops so I could serve more people at a lower cost for you. So please, when you're ready, investigate your options at www.lazaruslectures.com. That's L-A-Z-A-R-U-S-L-E-C-T-U-R-E-S.com. I look forward to meeting you and to serving you well. I would love to play a part in decreasing your pain and increasing your happiness. See you soon. Um, one of the young men uh, introduced me to a, a video that has stick figure people in it. And, and it said to encourage people to focus on themes instead of measurable goals. So you can avoid the experience of disappointment and failure because if you just focus on being more educated, etc. And then I was thinking about um, while it was while it was playing, um, we bounced back and forth between uh, things like the DPAR and the um, the. For those of you not familiar with that, is the pattern for growth by President Nielsen. And in the Youth and Child Handbook, the page before it, which has the four colors of education, uh, physical, intellectual, uh, spiritual. And so as we look at the science behind President Nielsen's new approach to personal development, uh, he three years ago, he took the checklist booklets and took them out of the youth system and replaced it with this nine page booklet, which is very thematic and systematic. Thematic meaning encouraging us to focus on themes or principles of improving in a certain area and then instead of a specific goal that I'm going to achieve in three months, he introduces us uh, strongly with the process, the cycle of personal development, so that it can be uh, attended to with energy, and then uh, you try something, and then you revise it and try it again. And then one of the um, uh, other clinicians and I were having a conversation, and she said that uh, uh, one of the scientists she recently studied said the pleasure chemicals or that positive, pleasing chemicals that the human brain experiences are more substance, are, are thicker when you're in process of achieving a goal than they are when you, when you actually reach the goal. There's a significant letdown at the end of reaching a goal. So as you're um, getting familiar with the principles, the 40 lessons worth of principles, your brain is going to experience exposure to overwhelm. You're going to experience like, this is so much, this is so much to get right. I wanna encourage you to have confidence in the spiritual process of personal revelation on a line, uh, line upon line, precept upon precept basis, so that your confidence in the growth process when you connect yourself with a divine source, that when you have a GPS destination and you have a GPS current location and you're only given the next step, that your divine 
foundation covers the difference. Like all those 80 things that you are still aware of that need attention, you don't need to carry those as a burden on your shoulders because if you are striving for personal revelation on the next step or the next focus, the rest of it will be well attended to by divine assistance and the atonement's compensation power, even on relationships, not just personal development. Okay. And so please, as you go through this, if you're making a menu that I call this the discover menu, if you're making a menu of things you need to work on, remember it's a menu, not a meal. Okay, when you go to a restaurant, you pick off the menu what you're going to consume at this time. You do not order everything on the menu and try to eat it all at once. This is the same thing with personal development. Make sure as we go through these things, and you can think of like the different lectures that we do as a careful focus on one menu item. We're going to show you this one menu item in great detail. That doesn't mean that's the thing you consume next. Okay, that just means it's there. It's and and I intentionally worked hard to make sure the whole menu is right in front of you, so that you can go back to lesson two, you can go back to lecture ten, jump ahead to lecture twenty-two, and please, as you're doing your pioneer woman mode stuff and you're building your own relationship with God, make sure you are the one who decides what you work on next. Now. If you do that correctly, you're resigning yourself to the powerlessness of him working on what he needs to work on next, which may be a pre-husband skill. In the same way that a woman might have to do some pre-marital work, like I'm still traumatized by this, I'm still scared of that, I'm still wounded, I'm still worried, I'm still wobbly. I've got a woman right now I'm working with who's about 30 years old, and during her teen years, her identity formation process was obliterated by some trauma she went through by way she was treated by family and her dates, and then she got married and had three kids and found out that her identity is about as solid as wet oatmeal, and so now she's trying to be a mom and a wife while she still doesn't have a solid identity. So luckily, or the blessing of having a husband who's mostly capable of keeping his own rope tied to God while she works through some of that means he's not running away. He's not doing, he's not collapsing everything while she's doing that. Which person has to be secure while the other one's working on themselves? Sadly, we have many cases where we have what's called the double burn victim scenario where you're not ready for marriage and he's not ready for marriage either, but you still wear rings and live in the same house. So remember, we cannot work on the marriage until we have two solid individuals. All right, I've just given you a, a, a different version of a review of the first 14 lessons. And lesson seven reminds us that you're going to be going through the grief cycle on a regular basis, which means I was really hoping it would be like this, but it's not there yet. I could really use some warmth and some connection, but it's not available yet. I could really use an understanding husband, but he's not available yet. I could sure be nice if someone actually paid attention to my needs, but we're not there yet.
you have just finished listening to another principle that is one of many that you will find in a special class that I've put together called the Marriage Repair Workshops and the Lazarus Lectures. This is a compilation of principles that I have pulled from my years of training, study, and therapeutic experience designed to give you the tools, the vision, the ideas, everything that is necessary to take a relationship that has experienced catastrophic levels of unpleasantness and falling apart and rebuild it almost as if raising it from the dead. Please follow the links and attend at least one of our marriage repair workshops so that you can get a feel for what you will learn and get your attachment to the multimedia classroom that holds videos, audios, articles from me and several other specialists that we call the Lazarus Lectures, a 40 lesson series building from one principle to another so that you can discover what is necessary to pull off a miracle in your relationship. I hope you'll find great value in this. I hope those of you who find yourselves unable to afford the thousands of dollars necessary to attend a marriage therapist, especially one that's really good and is not as available as we would like therapists to be, please, please study this material in the Lazarus Lectures and attend the Marriage Repair Workshops so that we can help you get things back to the way you want them. We'll see you then.